Hello, my friends. This is Jade Balden, and welcome to my podcast today. So I'm really inspired and really moved today to talk about this topic. So the topic is how I overcame the feelings of not being enough. Okay. So, you know, we have feelings and the feelings are great clues um, that something's amiss and we need to change something. But feelings um, can only be changed when we change the thoughts and the beliefs underneath those feelings, uh, where those feelings came from, right? So um, many people are unnecessarily unhappy and stressed and anxious in this world, all right? You might be one of them. I was definitely one of them and I look around and my heart aches to see people like that and sometimes it's just it takes maybe a person to point out um, and share and ex- the experience of how they found happiness. So hopefully I'm praying that what I have to share with you today will be helpful for you to help you find your happiness and peace again. Right, so there's three things that I did to help me find um, that happiness again and feeling like I am enough. Okay, so the first one is unattach my happiness to earthly measures. All right, so we have lots of earthly measures um, how much money we make, how much we've achieved, how popular we are, how cute we look, uh, where we live, who our friends are, etc, etc. Okay, so this here is an exercise where you peel uh, all the layers off <laughs> and bring yourself down to just you. Okay, you might have spent your lifetime uh, measuring your worth Uh, with worldly measures, earthly measures, okay? So like the younger children or the middle children, they live um, a life trying to prove themselves um, by achievements, by measuring their achievements. And I promise you, they will never, ever, ever have satiety, okay? I know adults in their 50s um, still trying to prove to their older siblings that they're good enough. Um, by rank, by the amount of people, uh, important people they know. I know the CEO of this company or the rank or the, um, you know, their home or, you know, how hot they look, whatever. So still measuring, okay? Still comparing, all right? The other um, extreme (laughs) um, is, you know, how our parents or older siblings and uh, you know maybe you have both of these um, concerns right how they measure their importance okay um, and you know feeling enough uh, by how much they're needed so they need to be needed so if um, they have a lot of people coming to them and they offer a lot of value and they have a lot of um, the kids Uh, need them or their uh, employees or their uh, team members need them they feel a sense of happiness and um, you know reward and importance okay so I want you to get a piece of paper out and write down what it is that you're attaching some of your happiness to and what you're stressed about because sometimes what you're stressed about really will help you figure out what you're attaching your happiness to Okay, so I'm stressed about finances. I'm stressed about my rank. I'm not ranking ranking yet. 
um, I am stressed about uh, my position at work or I'm stressed about um, my um, you know my boss uh, you know approving of me and loving me and I get anxious with my brother when he comes to family parties because he's always teasing me and putting me down or or you know um, you know not really approving of all the things I've accomplished whatever it is write it down okay and I want you to put that on the altar um, so metaphorically of course give that back to God so tell God here it is and pretend that not, none of those things exist anymore so um, you know you've got nothing you've got no money <laughs> you've got no home you've got um, no looks you know you're not connected to any famous popular friends you're not needed by anybody all right just peel all the layers off just temporarily for now okay don't freak out and just be you and pretend that you are in the same room as God and you're facing each other and it's just you do you think that those things matter to God do you think that you proving yourself to your big brother matter do you think that you're hotter than so-and-so matter do you think that you earn two hundred thousand dollars more than so-and-so matter okay it does not okay at all so if you unattach your happiness to those things you will feel liberated now you'll feel less stressed now and less anxious now oh sigh sigh a happy sigh my friend Woo! yay okay so the more you continue on that path of um, attachment and measurement and comparison the more uh, happiness is fleeting and the more insatiable your desire for happiness and peace and stillness is there's a lady that I know she says I want time freedom I don't have I want time freedom and I'm thinking then have time freedom you know so her conditions were really high so she has to have exactly this much money or um, you know this many things and when my kids are all happy and when all these things happen and then I can have time freedom all right so, um, you know, because we are so attached to all of these other measures, she's not going to give herself that time freedom. All right. So I wanted time freedom and I detached from everyone. Not that I'm unloving, but I'm unattached to, uh, I, I unattach my, fe my feelings of happiness to people. So they could choose whatever they want to choose. I still love them, but I no longer feel responsible for their happiness. I, I put them on the altar and I say, God, you take care of this. You take care of these people. I will love them and take care of them as you inspire me to. I'm not going to jump in unsolicited and do too much and do, you know, everything for everyone and then hold my happiness out. It was so liberating. It was so liberating. So when I learned how to attach my happiness to God's measures only, okay, it's basically attaching myself to God <laughs> and um, my calling. Um, and so you feel like, okay, are you connected to him? Um, am I grateful for what I have? So his, his measures are different. His measure, he's concerned about whether or not you and I are connected to him and fully connected, not a fuzzy wuzzy, I feel like God is listening. 
you are your channels are so clear that you hear specific instructions. Okay, um, are you grateful for what he's given you? Right? Um, do you create with what you, he's given you? If he gave you two talents, are you going to maximize it and make it four? Okay. Are you going to serve humanity with what you have with love because you know you've received an abundant love in your heart from him and are you going to magnify what you've been um, what you are right just a little bit in collaboration with him so whatever you you've achieved however you come what package you've come it's gonna have to be good enough right it's gonna have to be good enough like your children when you look at your children they're good enough at this stage that child learning how to walk you're not gonna say I'm not gonna love you until you can run a marathon I mean the kid is barely learning how to walk what are you talking about right so you love them for where they're at and they're they're sufficient they're enough for now so think about it you are enough for now whatever you have whatever you are you are enough for now to do the work of God. Don't make any excuses. I can't because, because, no. No, I don't think that that is a good approach. I feel like, you know, look, I can, you know, when God asked me to, to do this doTERRA business, my first response was, oh my gosh, that's really hard. And the second response was, if you think I can, can I will. You have to show me the way. You have to show me how. And he, when he asked me to write my book, um, Love, Light and Healing, I thought, oh boy, that's a big deal. Uh, why? <laughs> and okay, I will do it. And it was painful writing it. Um, I'm crying and I'm writing and I'm crying and I'm thinking, these things are important to me, but are they important to other people? I hope so. Am I helping people? I don't know. I hope I am, um, but I'm being obedient. And so I just keep going. Okay, so I feel like if I were to sit in a room with God and he interviews me, he wouldn't say, well, how popular were you or how much money did you earn? It doesn't matter to him, right? But he said, hey, Jade, I gave you an opportunity. Did you take it? Yes. Jade, I, I gave you an instruction. Did you do it? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. So my friends, can you imagine sitting there and talking to God and say, and pulling out your file and saying, look, you promised to do these things. You promised to grow in these ways. Did you do it? And that's it. And that's it. It's so liberating. I would hate to come back and make stupid excuses. I was too chicken because my brother is mean to me, because this, then that, because I didn't earn enough money, because, because I would hate to be the person that does that. Wouldn't you? Right? So when I figured that one out, I felt so happy, so liberated because here and now, if God were to take me home, I'm ready. I'm ready and we always need to be ready. And I tell my children the same things. Once in a while I tell them, have you been able to follow God? Have you been able to do what you need to do today? Don't be distracted by grades or 
you know, all these assignments and all these things, they're important, but they're secondary. Have you been able to connect to God? Have you been able to serve, right? So that's it. Because if we don't wake up in the morning and we're taken home, are you able to meet him and face him and answer with confidence, right? And how you know, how you know that you're on track is your happiness, your level of happiness and peace in your heart. That you're no longer blaming your husband, you're no longer blaming your spouse or your parents or your childhood. Okay? So the third step is love God and receive his love. You guys, this is the two greatest commandments. God gave this to us for a reason. It's a very wise reason. So let's think about this. Okay, loving God. How do we do that? Okay, for me, I show that I love God by making him first. Um, putting him first in all I do. Okay, doing is important, you guys, because speaking Words mean nothing. Words are cheap. Okay. So in the morning, when I wake up, the first thing I do is pray and thank God to allow me to wake up, um, allow me to have another day. I read the scriptures first, um, you know, before I check my phone, um, messages and things. I just talk to him, read something. So hear him out, right? Because I show me he comes first. Okay, that's through my actions. Um, so when I hear my friends say, oh, you know what? I just really don't have time for a scripture study. I don't have, and I'm like thinking, you know what? You can't say to yourself that you have faith when you say you don't have time because beyond anything we do, besides the bed, uh, making the bed, besides bathing, you know, this is most important. Okay, um, so whatever is your priority, you will make time for. Okay. So, actively seek him. That means you hear him out. You are still. You turn off the TV. You um, turn off the music. And you listen. And you read about him. And you talk to him. Right? And you hear, the, you know, other people and how they have conversations with him. And when you seek him... You will find him. It's easy, right? So actively seeking him. That's how I show love. The next thing is have a humble heart and surrender your will. So this is not that difficult, right? Um, just be open to hearing him and changing in a way that you might not expect. Changing faster than you realize. Um, accepting changes, um, accepting instructions, not doubting. You know, sometimes when I hear God, I think, whoa, that's hard. But then the second thought was, okay, <laughs> if you think I can, I can. I bet I can. And um, you've got to show me how. And sometimes I make deals with him. I say, well, if I do this, would you mind doing this? <laughs> and you know what? It happens. Um, so I feel like I'm on a mission to help people remember who they are to help people find their happiness and to serve 
their purpose on earth. And, you know, I, I was asked to, to come to the US, right, um, in a, and live in a particular place for whatever reason. Right. And I, be, I believe maybe it's for just stillness and quietness. And maybe that this area here is a very spiritual area too. Anyways, um, I made a deal with him. I said, you take care of my family, my parents, my siblings, my uncles, and my aunts, you take good care of them because I would love to be with them, but I'm willing to sacrifice to be obedient and pretend that I heard wrong. Would God, punish me for hearing him wrong you know it's the desires of my heart that matters right if your child comes to you and say well I thought you wanted me to cook uh, and make a cake I didn't realize you wanted me to make brownies you know whatever right it, it doesn't matter it's just like oh thanks for trying and doing your best and you know having the good intent of being obedient anyways right so that's that's what I feel that's how I am humble in the heart and surrendering my will so I just do stuff um, as fast as I can. Okay, so that leads to being obedient to him. Um, so keeping the commandments, um, the thou shalt nots, is you know fairly easy when you when you love God, um, because everything else falls into place when you love Him. You don't want to hurt or steal or lie or none of that. Um, you know I'm very strict with that, and you know when you're strict with all the commandments, you know. Um, you know, keeping yourself uh, chaste and clean and have integrity and things. Um, you know, you're not just asking for blessings, you're creating miracles, right? You know, you're, you're close to him. You and him can um, create some really amazing outcomes. Um, the next thing here is to act on inspiration quickly. So when you hear something, act on it do something so we um felt like we needed to go back to the us and we right away prayed um to confirm and then right away made plans um and you know within a very short time three months actually we were able to sell our things give our things away and then find a place and buy a car and everything just was so fast so much faster when people say oh in god's time you know, sometimes I feel like they're thinking it's going to take forever. I have to be patient. But when I think of in God's time, I'm like, holy moly, <laughs> it's going to happen fast. I better get get ready for it. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's been my experience. And then um, showing your, you know, love for yourself because it's a commandment. Right. That is another way I show love to God, because when I take care of me, who he has created, take care of my purpose and my mission um, that he's given me, I show him I love him and I show myself that I love God. Okay, so none of that uh, just lip service. Okay, so how I love myself. Okay, because once you love yourself, this is the first, um, the first two greatest commandments, right? Once I love myself, then it's so much easier for me to love others, right? Because I my love has substance it's not uh hollow anymore right so honoring my body that means i eat good food try not to eat bad food i hone my mind so i try to do personal development all the time i don't make excuses for it i have to do it and magnify my spirit so i keep 
you know, trying to clear, keep the channels clear to heaven. So if you're sick and you're full of drugs and you're full of toxins, you're not going to be able to hear him. So with my children, I make sure they understand the reason why we eat healthy, not so that it can be hot, which is, you know, a nice side effect, but so that your channels are clear, so you hear him, right? Because that's what matters most. When you go back to heaven, when you go back to God, and he's going to ask you, did you hear all the instructions? Or will you be on feeling, right? And who would want to answer? They, they didn't. They did, got distracted. They didn't care for their body. They, you know, you're a, an instrument. You need to be sharp instrument. You need to be like uh, in tune instrument, okay? So make that happen. Choose, choose it and make it happen, right? Um, so define your callings and boundaries. So you know you have a purpose. Everyone has a purpose. So take the time. Take the time to define your calling and, and define your boundaries, where your calling extends to and where it does not. All right, just you can detect it. So, you know, I don't think that the, you know, people who have, you know, are the excuse of, I don't know my calling, I don't know, I don't know, you know, and, and not do anything about it, I don't think that's a good excuse, right? Take the time. Take half an hour every Sunday, whatever. So, you know, um, the last, I say, I'd say about 10 years um, or more, I have just journaled nearly every Sunday just uh, for an hour or so when the kids are napping or whatever. I just carve out the time because I just want to hear God and want to hear what he has to say to me, want to hear what I'm supposed to do here on earth. And, you know, my friend, if, if your calling is just to serve a couple of people, if your calling is just to do some really awesome things, but they're, they're quiet, they're small things, then just do it and be happy with it. You know what I mean? So it doesn't have to be this big bang production, right, for the world to see. None of that. You know, I've been able to quietly help so many people. And just like um, Mary, you know, the mother of Jesus, some of the things can't be shared. They're just in my heart for me, just for me to treasure, right? And that's awesome. And I feel so loved by God for him and I to have this little bit of a sacred uh, secret, I guess, um, between us, you know, things that we've been able to do together to serve humanity. Okay. And so once you know your purpose, then execute your plans. Okay. Knowing what your potential is on earth doesn't do anyone any good. Not you, not them. If you don't take small steps to do it. And if you imagine yourself with God taking the steps forward, um, then why would you fear? Why would you be unhappy? And why would you be anxious? right? It's when you let go of him and run ahead and think, oh, I don't know how to do everything and anything. It's too much. I'm so overwhelmed. You know, that's when you get yourself into trouble. So now that I know these things, guess what? I feel so amazing. I feel good enough every single day. Okay. And there's days, I guess, when, you know, I have not had enough sleep or something and and then I get darkness around me and then I think silly thoughts. But I am still at peace even at those times. I know, hey, Jade, I think this is just sleeplessness. I think this is just a lack of nutrition and rest. Just go ahead and rest and then you'll be back to normal. And then I find that I am. So it is so possible to find that happiness here on earth right now. 
So my friends, please try this. Come back to me, text me, email me, message me, whatever, and tell me how you feel um, now that you've applied some of these principles, easy principles that the solution is not out there. The solution is here inside of us and the solution is quick and easy and simple always. That's the way of God. All right. You don't have to look for some gem out there and look for some program, look for some guru for this. The answer is in here. The answer is with God. Okay, my friend, thank you so much for spending this time with me. Please subscribe to my channel and contact me. Tell me how you feel. Tell me what you think. I love hearing from you. Thank you so much. Bye for now.